everybody's so eager to get an agent and I get it because the idea is like, oh, once I get an agent, everything becomes so much easier. Like they bring stuff <laughs> to me. Like, well, yes, they, they do bring stuff to you, but you still have to book it. Hey, did I tell you I'm going on a cruise? You are. Ooh. I am. I am. I am. Where are you going? Well, it's an exciting trip. You sound super excited about it. Yeah, yeah. It's my wife's birthday, and uh, I asked her where she wanted to go because I'm not going to make that decision. Um, <clears throat> Smart man. For my birthday, when I turned 60, she asked where I wanted to go, and I wanted to go to Vegas. So we went to Vegas for X amount of days and lost X amount of money. It was a great trip. So it's her turn. So we're going on a cruise. So we're going to leave out of here on the 29th of February, a day that rarely exists. And uh, we're going to drive to the cities, fly to North Carolina. Then we spend the night. And then we fly to Puerto Rico, San Juan. And we cruise out of there. And we're heading to Tobago. We're going to St. Lucia. We're going to, uh, there's other islands out there, I hear. But we're going to stay, stay about one or two, about seven yeah. days. The Southern so, Caribbean tour sounds like maybe yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, maybe. Yes, yeah. yes. Cool. Tobago, tomato. Why North Carolina first? Because it's not a direct flight to San Juan from Minneapolis, and it's round trip to San Juan. Like San Juan is the port you leave and return to? Yes. Yeah. I think the, there's some round trips. There's some direct flights. I don't believe there are at the time mm. that I need to go. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, the last time we went, uh, about five years ago, we had to fly to New York, New York to San Juan. See, that which, just seems out of the way. Oh, it is. It's, it's out of the way. Yeah, but JFK is a decent airport. Not if you don't have I to might, go there. I might be a little biased. Just a <laughs> little bit. You are a little biased. Just a little bit. So, yeah, bit. so we're going to spend about, uh, about <laughs> eight, ten days, and then we come back through Dallas, I believe, and it's it's all good. All right. Well, I will be going to Atlanta around that time. That's oh, right. That's right. You're doing a conference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. Well, wait till next year when we're doing our podcast from there. Yeah, all three of us are going to be there next year. See? Victoria. Sure. It's going to happen. We'll see. Speak it. We'll see. All the time. We'll see. I have been able to manifest other things to come my way. So we'll see. We'll see. That's. I don't know why you would resist. It's... You know, it's, a, it's not like it's the biggest VO conference in the world. Y'all need to understand. I Tell actually me. lived quite close to Atlanta for a long time. Uh, and, and they won't let you back? Pretty much. No, it's... Uh, so, yeah, stop. Um, so, <laughs> my mom is a Southern girl from North Carolina. And uh, any time I, I spent all... Not all in one stretch, but I've probably spent a good six, seven years living in what was called UCLA, the ugliest corner of Lower Alabama. Um, Wonderful. Yes, the Wiregrass region near the Circle City of Dothan, and um, lived in the Familiar. beautiful town of Enterprise, Alabama, which, when I left, was hit pretty hard with a hurricane that came through and actually did a lot of damage um, to the local school. So 
It was a whole so thing. you shouldn't have left. Shouldn't have left. No, it was a yep. really, I had actually gotten a new job that moved me and my family up to Pennsylvania. It was a whole thing. But um, anytime I'm in that area, I can't help it. It's just. It overtakes southern, you. The Southern girl comes out and it's very natural. It's not something I have to um, think about. You never went to Florida as a young child, did you? Flo yeah, all the time. Um, my dad loved St. Augustine. So, and he also worked huh. for Anheuser-Busch and we got free tickets to go to Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. Yeah. Of course. No, my, dad would, my dad didn't drink beer, actually. And I don't drink beer because it smells like my dad's sweat. Yeah. You're welcome for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's why I'm not a beer drinker. Do not. It's like, oh, that smells like that. And my dad didn't drink because huh. he was diabetic. So... But I do. Good like, reason. I mean, he he was pulled over for speeding, and this is when we lived in upstate New York. And of course, he'd roll down his window. He'd have to show his badge, like I I work for the brewery. Like I, it's like, sir, can you step out of the car, please? And he had to always do yeah. a sobriety test. He's like, so we started wearing a medic alert alert bracelet to be like, no, I'm diabetic. I can't drink. It's like, okay, we're just going to write you up for speeding then. But anyway, <laughs> um, it was just like. Anyway, yes. going back to, yes, I spent time in Florida. My dad loved to drive, so we went everywhere by car. Like we, I didn't even and know what an airplane was. And you lived in was. Dothan? I lived in Dothan. Well, I, I lived hmm. outside of what's now called, I think it's Fort Novacell. Novacell? It was yeah. Fort Rucker at the time I was there. Um, and Fort Rucker was just a whole nother thing. <laughs> like, no. Um, but Yeah. I've lived in a lot of different places, and I think that what that's kind of what makes it cool in terms of doing voiceover, um, because those accents are just natural. I don't have to, mm. I don't have to try. It's just there. So mm -hmm. um, see, I but, don't get accents. I just don't. I don't know why. I mean, my mom chastised me as a kid, saying, "Don't you dare do that, because people are going to think you're making fun of them." Um, but it was just something that happened and I didn't mean to, I just, I was playing with my cousins, you know, it was just, sure. a, I was a young girl and we spent, um, pretty much every spring break, we'd go to North Carolina and yeah, I don't know if my cousins listen to the podcast, but if they do, I was never trying to make fun of nobody. It just spoke that way. And it just kind of came out like, like it does. So and same thing living in New York. And there's like an upstate New York accent, too, as well you as, you get know, that one? I do. I do. Um, it's like a hard A. It's like, um, they like apples. Apples. It's really weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. But traveling, I think, is a challenge on a cruise ship, but it can be done. Are you going with any of your gear or no? You know, uh, are you actually taking a real vacation now? The plan is to take a real vacation. However, however, gears not that doesn't take up that much space unless you're bringing a uh, unless you're bringing a like a like a little tripod or 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 a, a PVC tent, right? Well, yeah, yeah. You can actually record. So I have actually recorded. Um, I was on a cruise ship in the Mediterranean. You need the um, Wi-Fi package for that, though. Go and do it when you're in port. Mm. 
right? Uh Um, When you're in port and they usually, usually will shut off the engines at some point too. So it depends on where, if you're, you know, starboard or, um, sorry, I'm getting the whole ship thing mixed up, but. Port, um, port. Port or forward, right? And then starboard, then starboard or, or, yeah, forward or aft, starboard or what? Port? Yeah, port Port. side. Um, Port side isn't the best because you're going to hear all the traffic and all the, the, it's the goings on. The goings on. Depends on the port. It does. Port side isn't always port. Hmm. Yes, and it, I mean it depends because you could be where they have to take the small boat, which tender. the tender. See, I haven't been on a cruise since 2019. You guys, come on, be nice. Um, Will knows some stuff. <laughs> he knows some I, stuff. My last cruise was March of 2020. Oh wow! Right on the cusp. Dang. I had COVID before it was cool. <laughs> wow. Good times. Yeah. March yeah. of 2020. Yeah, we were early adopters. Um, <laughs> nice. My, my kid had a fever when we got on the boat. And no. we just figured like, oh, it must be strep or something. And so, you know, we went and saw the doctor and she's like, well, it's just probably just a viral thing or whatever. And and they were, you know, right. we basically had to cancel all of our excursions, which whatever, <laughs> but. He, he got better. It was like two days. He was kind of eh, and then he was fine the rest of the time. It, it still and didn't have a name at that point, did it? Basically, not officially, I don't think. It, it was, was probably Corona good in first. China. Yeah. Yeah. SARS-CoV-2. Because, uh, what? Wuhan wet wet market something or other? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Wu-Tang Clan. What, whatever flavor of BS they were chugging at the time. That's true. Yes. Yeah. You can still record on board. Um, I would just recommend doing it when you're in a port. Otherwise, you're going to have all sorts of engine noise, depending on where you are. And people. What I'd like to do is, since we have, since we do have the balcony. Oh, there we go. Record outside. Record outside. (laughs) Perfect. Look at this. Look where I am. (laughs) Well, you know, if you get, um, I think Adobe does it too, but, but the, uh, DaVinci Resolve has like a vocal cleaner tool built into it. It uses AI and like cleans out everything that's not voice. Ooh. And I've heard samples where, you know, like they shot the video on a beach and you can hear the wind and the waves rolling in and the seagulls and the whatever. And they run it through this thing. And it's like he's in a studio. Amazing. Like just clear, clean voice. That's it's crazy. Cool. So try that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Be the guinea it's pig fr- or the seagull, free. if you will. Yeah. Oh, is da Vinci, it? Yeah, DaVinci Resolve is free. There's, so there's two, code, there's, but there's two versions. There's there's the free version, which has almost every feature. And then there's the studio version, which is a one-time payment of 300 bucks, which is still a total steal. For, yeah, if it works like you're you know, saying it works, yeah. That's just an one little piece of it. It's not even the main feature. It's not primarily an audio tool. Hmm. Um, Resolve started out as color grading software okay. that was, you know, basically hardware-driven color grading right. software used on all the biggest budget films. And then Blackmagic bought it, and they've added a bunch of stuff. So it's a full-blown video editor now and effects package and coloring and they acquired 
Fairlight, which you may remember that name from the 80s, really high-end audio. Yes. Fairlight. Um, so Fairlight's baked into it now, too. It's <laughs> incredible. And it's free, which is that's insane. Craziness. But right? yeah, that's that's the tool that like all the cool kids are using for their when they're creators these days. Is Very cool. Because you, you can't beat it. Hmm. Huh. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, I think it gives us a, a this gives us a good opportunity to talk about what sort of tools we can use when we're traveling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what sort you've, of. Go ahead. You've got a mic dedicated for that. Right? I do. Um, although I've had. You don't take the 416? I don't. Nice. I don't. I've got a Tula mic, and it actually has a nice little noise-canceling button on it. Um, and a built-in recorder. And a built-in recorder. One of the things that I'd like to put as a disclaimer, though, not every— because you also have it, Will, and you're not a big fan. And I think it's I'm not different a big fan, for different places. That may be the same reason that I'm not a big fan of the, the little portable booth that I have, too. Hmm. It's just that— because my voice is resonant, you know, a lot of a lot of chest voice when I talk, it tends to be kind of echoey. So unless I'm fully enclosed in something that kills all the reverberation, mm -hmm. it bounces around the room and gets back in and, you know, right. whatever. So recording thus far in my voiceover career, recording away from home has not been a very successful endeavor. I, for a while, had mic issues where I, th I thought it was just picking up noise from, like, the AC in the hotel room or whatever. No, it turned out the mic was just Crapping messed up. up and, like, <laughs> like, why can't I dial this out when I turn on the noise? No. It's just, like, no, it it's a cable it was just or baked something. In. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I turned off the all the fans noise. and all the everything, and yeah. I'm sitting in the room just, like, drenched Tripping in sweat, sweat, just yeah. dying. Oh, sure. <laughs> under a blanket yep. i'm doing all the right things and it's still I'm like what is going What's on yeah why yeah well that was a bad mic work. it wasn't the cable it wasn't it was the mic which thankfully was still under warranty so i have a new one. Oh, good okay yeah. yeah did you have to send the other one back no they didn't want it really? back yeah oh. okay so it's a good so that's that, a bad sign so yeah, that that's well good. keep it we don't want to do any quality testing to figure out what yeah, happened so with that, that one was uh, that was a deity which is a wonderful mic that I use for filmmaking. Um, ah. And is, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the cost of a 416, but everybody's good. Huh. Um, in fact, one of the things that made me buy it in the first place was I was watching a bunch of reviews about it, and someone actually threw theirs into a pond and left it there for a few days and <laughs> brought it back in the house and... Dried it off, plugged it in, it worked just fine. Because it's like, all sold. I want like, that. I, I, I don't plan on dropping just, it in the water, but that's, right. I mean, for on set use, you know? Yeah. Doing a film if it's raining or something, I don't have to worry about it shorting out. Absolutely. Good point. So, yeah. Good point for sure. And I mean, they've the, got, yeah. and they've got like a three year warranty. So, why not? Excellent. All right. So, yeah. I don't know how it how it went bad. Just uh, you know, something about like air pressure flying on an airplane or something. Maybe I don't know, but that was not that was not fun. And then the Tula, I want to like it, but 
you know, like I said, I, my voice just like reverberates around the room a lot. I mean, I actually, I did book a gig. Yeah. Under like pillows. I did the whole pillow fort, oh, used the boy. comforter and did that. And it was kind of, it's very much a plug and play option. Prior to that, I used um, another, U- so I use USB mics when I'm on the road. So you no know interface. Right. Um, Sweet. It's nice, but I like to let my, let them know, whomever you're auditioning for, whether it's a rep or you're doing for a client or whatever, let them know, hey, I'm out of my studio. This is my travel gear, so it's not as, um, you know, it doesn't sound as clean. It's not as rich, you know. Right. This this isn't the regular product. Right. Yeah. See, I don't think I would want to do, I don't think I'd want to try and do a job. I had no choice. Would the one that po- I had on the cruise, Although, well, I was gone for podcast. two weeks. I guess it depends on what it is, right? If it's, yeah. you know, if it's imaging or, you know, automotive or something that just has a, a fast turnaround and the budget is low, so it doesn't make sense to try and go book a, a studio. Yeah. Sure. And I have, you know, a decent setup in place that I can get something usable and or run some filters on it to make it sound good. Right. Then maybe. Um, but generally speaking, when I, when I go to conferences and stuff, I'll, I'll tell my agents, like, look, I'm, I'm booking out unless something major comes in and we can get a studio in town. Right. Sure. Um, let's, let's just book out, but you know, I'll still try and get auditions done. I can't promise anything because I, it hasn't sounded good thus far. Right. The few times I've done it, but. Right, you want to be just transparent you know. with your recordings yeah. as you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to just go out of town and not tell them and then have like some major booking for Pepsi come in and then try and <laughs> hide under a blanket and do it with a USB <laughs> that mic. Would, that would be so <laughs> terrifying to me. Like, yeah. no, that, can that's we? not going to fly. And, yeah. you know, and, you and booked it something like audition. that is probably going to want to have like a live session, mm-hmm. which yeah, I can't imagine that Source Connect's going to work very well in a hotel room. No, Man, it doesn't. It know, usually with doesn't. The, with the port forwarding and stuff. Yeah, just yeah. true. Yeah, and hotel Wi-Fi <laughs> is crappy. And even if you can plug in directly, it's usually kind of slow. And, meh. and for no. what it's worth, when you do have one of those bigger bookings, they are willing to put you in a studio. Yeah. But, Sometimes, you know, the other, not always, the other, but, the yeah. other problem with, with voiceover conferences and, and this is all those hotels are right next to an airport. All the time next to all the, the airport. All the time. Like, I, I get, it's convenient, time. I suppose, but no, it's but, not convenient for recording. And can no, I just say, no. knowing yes. that usually L.A. vocal booths or studio bricks, they're always there. Why are they yeah. not allowing voice actors to try out their stuff after hours? Like, well, just, or why are they not setting up a bank of them? Right. And then that's like, a great idea. You know, rent it out. Half hour for fifteen bucks or whatever. Anything because yeah, I was so tempted because they had the LA vocal booth in LA, mm-hmm. and I had something I really needed to get in, and that I could not control. No matter what I did, they had it so that um, guests couldn't turn off the AC or the heater. It was right. it was just going to be on. So I was like, crap. So I had to like time it and wait. But had I been able to just like. Can I come down here at night and just you know? But they lock everything yep. up, so you can't. But the see, temptation, they didn't when we were. Oh. They didn't when we were in Burbank. I don't think. 
yeah. the year the year before. I think that was still open because I'm pretty sure there was at least one person who went and recorded something mm. in the whatever was it LA or LA Bear Cave. I don't know what it was. Like I have here. Is that what you have? Yeah. Amazing. She's the poster child. Yeah. I'm on, on the poster. poster. Sorry, on the poster. I'm on the poster. Yeah. yeah. Because it it's it's awesome, I think. I don't know. But it's when I'm away from it, I know. It's like crap. Right. I'm sound like I'm under a pillow. Or you know, <laughs> because right. I am. And I'm also on a USB mic and it's not as rich as, you know, a Sennheiser or the uh, the Neumann. So what do you uh-huh. do? Yeah. Sometimes we just have to make concessions and we let the, you know, let reps know, let clients know, hey. Yep. And it's funny because if you haven't done it yet, Al, I would recommend you send that email to your clients, letting them know, hey, I'm going to be out enjoying, you know, my wife's birthday sure, on a cruise. Sure, sure. If yeah, you have any. Otherwise, yeah. If you, if yeah. you do oh, it the day before. That's when they're coming in. Yeah. yeah if you do it the day before, you're yeah. going to have like. 30 hours to get done in the 12 that you need before you got to leave. Yes. Yeah. But so, those are no, those are I like the perfect yes. ways to book work. Let them know your availability is limited. And <laughs> they're like, no. Oh, yes. no. Yeah. Every I guess time. that's the scarcity mindset, right? Yeah. yeah or they also like, let you're in demand. And I yeah. think that's why we as voice actors, we share those bookings. Like, hey, yep. I did this thing for, you know this client that's kind of cool when you share it like oh i booked that mm-hmm. okay like, hey, I, I do stuff you want to do stuff yeah. too i can do stuff I mean, it, it, it <laughs> also you know feels nice to share like hey i did this cool thing and people go oh that's so cool that feels nice because it's a very yeah. you know we're on our own all the time and true some kind of feedback is nice but the problem the double-edged sword there is people think like oh you're working all the time it's like no i haven't worked since october <laughs> It is weird, though. It's been eight I, months. Everybody kept posting like, oh, I did this thing. It's, oh, happy new year. Happy new year. It's January. And oh, wow, it's the second day of January. And I've already done like three jobs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Good. Yay for you. Um, Good for you, Marsha. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I mean, got to take Jan. our wins when we get them. And I guess, you yes. know, it's, it's yeah. not all the time. Everybody has... I mean, from from the outside looking in, you could yes. look at virtually any voice tale and be like, oh, you book all the time. Mm-hmm. And some people do. You know, some people are booking multiple times a day or several times a week or you know, every couple of weeks or whatever. And then there's other people who yeah, every few months. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. It's usually every few months. But, you know, I'm also not. I've said it before. I'm not doing pay-to-play anymore, so I'm not going after the, you know, the two hundred dollars yep. jobs or whatever. Well, you have to set I'm your not limits. opposed to them. Yeah, I'm not opposed to a job, you know, two hundred fifty dollars job or whatever. But I just don't have any love for those pay-to-plays because they're just. No, that's hmm. all about speed versus quality. And a lot is all. I think about it's a race that. to the bottom for most yeah. of them right now. It, so. it really feels that way. Yeah, and they're yeah, you know. <sighs> I need quick turnaround for a $15 job. Yeah, and if I'm paying $500 a year to have access to the stuff. Yeah. Paying an additional 20% on top of that for every job just really feels like a lot. Especially when it's a small job. Yeah. You know. Right. Cuz 20% of 250 is 50 mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah. 
So and twenty percent of a twenty-five dollar job <laughs> on a paper pay to play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I wouldn't even I wouldn't even look at those. They've no, become very saturated with uh, AI jobs now too, and this text to speech garbage mm -hmm. is just nonstop. And yeah. like I'll so I have the free profiles. I refuse to pay for them for a couple of those that we're referring to. And mm -hmm. I can just keep the free profile because every once in a very long while, I'll get a, like a, oh, you've been selected to audition for this, right? Or sure. a message. I and have, I still have a free one on voices. I yeah. do not on voice one, two, three, because I specifically reached out to them and had them delete it. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah I was done. And, and when I did, they're like, oh, well, you're still on a paid plan for another month. Like, you dropped me into the bottom 10%. I see nothing ever. Yeah. Why do I care? Yeah. You know, the last time that I paid, I paid $660 for one quarter mm -hmm. for Q1 wow. of last year. Sure. And then like all my old stuff expired within a month and I went into the, into the basement and yeah, you, you hey, can never recover from that. Yeah. You can never recover from that. So as far as I'm concerned, they stole that money from me. Yep. Period. Now, that said, that and every other dollar I've ever paid them, I've gotten back more than from one job because I booked my very first SAG job there a couple of years ago, and that has renewed multiple times now. And so that, including the renewals, that one job is my highest paid job ever. And it's That's awesome. I mean, it's not massive. It's a couple grand, but um, my highest paid single job still is that one. Right. Sure. Um, and I imagine it'll renew for several more years, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that account at all anymore. No, it's gone. Um, and I'm not upset about that. And I just thought about this just now. Interestingly, so I deleted that. It was a couple of weeks ago, I think, that I deleted it. I forget when it was. Um, but just last week, I got an email from somebody who I had auditioned for on that site last year, like January, I think, of last, maybe February last year. And they loved what I did, but they picked somebody else. And uh, he just emailed me and said, we're doing it again this year, and we want you. Like, hey. Nice. So... That you know? kind of comes back to so that's cool. what we're talking about. Even with direct marketing, mm -hmm. you can send out something, you can audition for something, just, you know, what they call like touch points, just checking in with yeah, somebody sure. a year ago, and they're just now getting back to you. I had yep. something oh, absolutely. similar that I auditioned in spring of last year, but I said I, d I didn't want to do it because it was it was a student film and it wasn't SAG rates. It was really below budget. And I said, thank you so much for selecting me. And I understand it's a student film. I really do. Mm -hmm. And budgets are a thing. Um, so, you know, making sure that my communication was professional. I wasn't like, I ain't doing it for that. No, it was, I really did appreciate knowing what the rate was and sorry, I can't do it, but thank you for including me on the casting. Mm -hmm. They came back to me in the end of the year they had filed their SAG paperwork and they had done all the, the things all with the bells and whistles and asked me, hey, it's still open if you'd like to do it. It's now. A, and I was like, absolutely. It was just yeah. it was 
But all that time that passed, I figured they they moved on. That was done. Oh, they yeah. Filmed it. Mm-hmm. And then here they come back. Same thing with you, Will. You thought, yep. okay, well, I, I was lost. Right. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It was like, sure. Great. Right. Yeah, it was right. cool. Done. And it's kind of neat when that happens. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You know, the reality is that more often than not, no isn't really no. It's just not now. Not right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not they come back, oftentimes that depends on whether or not they remember who you are. You know, so in terms of marketing, follow-ups help because if you never yeah. follow up, they'll forget who you are. You know, I think don't that's... do it too often because you're just going <laughs> to piss them off. That And when you're reaching out to reps too, don't do it too frequently. I kind of have a, yeah. a personal... It's either once a year or once every six months, depending. I like I. I just don't want to sure. be that. Like I have one agency that I actually refuse to submit to. Again, they know me. They know where I am. I've submitted, and I don't hear back. But I don't need them anymore. So there you go. If they want me, that's different. But they're gonna have to come to me. So, and yeah. getting getting in that mindset is fun. Because there's times where it slips and like, well, maybe I should just like, no, no, you told yourself you're not going to do that. <laughs> so, but knowing that frequency so that you're you're still professional, but you don't come across like, I really, really want to work with you. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ew. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. That, that's, there's a there's a mindset hearkening back to an earlier episode about mm-hmm. um, about this that I think is applicable that when I adopted this, when I was interviewing for jobs was like transformational and that's you know most people go into an interview for a job and it and they go in with the attitude of man i really need this job i need the money i need the paycheck to pay this and that and whatever and yep you know then you're coming in it from a you know you're you're desperate and you're coming in from a a scarcity mindset right but the reality is most of the time with a job you don't need them as much as they need you and if you keep that in your head, yeah. when you go into an interview, suddenly the whole experience is completely different. It's much mm-hmm. more relaxing. You're, you know, you're not just like, oh, they're going to ask me all these questions. I have to come up with perfect answers for it. No, no, you're, you're kind of driving, you're driving the boat, right? You, like interview you ask the them. questions. Yeah. You determine whether that's they're worth they your time. 100%. And, you know, that's maybe not fully applicable to an agent, but at the same time, it kind of is. Absolutely. It kind of is because it, it's a working relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So if... Oh, it should if, be. Well, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of times... Well, it, it, it is, but it's not always treated that way by the agent. Then because that's agent got the you don't people, want to be with. Right. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they've got people approaching them. So sure. you're right. They, yeah, they, don't, they don't give... They don't create the relationship. That it needs right. to be. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it's reality is it's a partnership, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. You don't work for them. They don't work for you. They're finding opportunities. You're doing your best to, to book the work. Yep. And, yeah. you know, if you book the work, then they get rewarded for doing the legwork to find it for you. Um, you know, and they've probably sent it to a few other people, too. That's but... why they get the 10 to 20 percent, depending right. on... Yeah, right. Sure. And, and if you it know, works, you, you don't. And mind you're not paying, paying them if you don't book anything. So, right. yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great partnership if you can find the right one who's 
sure. you know, it's it's more than just the personality and the, the relationship you have together. It's, you know, whether they've got access to the things that fit you and, and so forth. And yeah. You do want to make sure you're with an agent that gets you. Yeah. Everybody's so eager to get an agent. And I get it because the idea is like, oh, once I get an agent, everything becomes so much easier. Like they bring stuff <laughs> to me. Like, well, <laughs> yes, they they do bring Ow. stuff to you, but you still have to book it. And yes. now suddenly you're playing at a higher level and it's harder to book. So there's that. And, you know, oh, it's hard to get an agent. Well, maybe because you're just not ready. You're not good enough. Or they already have five people that sound exactly like you. There's any number of reasons, and it's usually not personal. It's that's maybe, that maybe it's SpongeBob. Is maybe it working personal for you? If, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's personal if you know you're a dink and they just don't. Nobody likes you, but usually it's not personal. Usually, it's, usually you know, it's not. Usually, just it's not. It's not a smart business move for them for whatever reason. Sure, right. and that makes sense because. Until you book something, they are working on your behalf for free. And you do have to kind of vet those sources yourself, right? I mean, yeah, I yeah. know that, you know, we tend to talk about who we're working with and right. maybe some of the things that we like, maybe some of the things that don't work for us, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but works better for other people. Like I have, um, I have one agency. They are so like community, like they're communicating all the time with everybody, like the entire roster. And we're on Slack as a team, sure. the whole roster. Nice. And they do film projects together. And like they did the 24-hour film fest sort of thing. And they're trying to get people mm -hmm. off the roster. Fortunately, I didn't live nearby, so I couldn't participate. But it's a very collaborative space. And then I have um, I'm my first agent who I've had forever in a day. And, you know, we kind of catch up on things every once in a while, but I try not to overload any inbox. It's like when I hear from her, great. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then I have some, they just send me stuff, but I don't, you know, if I don't respond to the audition, they don't care. <laughs> like, okay. I've never had this come sure. up. If they give you something and you don't think it's right for you, are they open for you to do a referral? Depends. Like sometimes it'll say we're open to referrals in the, in the breakdown. It, they'll yeah. say, hey, this particular agency is open to it. Or I'll write back to, um, I know I had something specific that I know Will right. could do in his sleep. Like, like please send it to him. Um, so I reach which, out to them. Which and happened. Them. And then I didn't book it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was like, but it can do it in his sleep. Seriously. Yeah. But it's, it is kind of interesting how like sometimes they'll ask for those things. And yes. Um, but most of the time, I mean, I know, Will, you have someone that if you don't send in an audition, you kind of get that little nudge like, hey, are you sending this in? Because uh, mm -hmm. we're coming up on a timeline. And I do have yeah. one agent that does that as well. Like, hey, let me know if you're not submitting because they're very, they're doing it with a curated list versus, hey, yeah, I've sure. got f everybody 30 to 40 female sends it and they get like it. 500 people. Yeah, right? sure. They yeah. don't, they're not counting who's auditioning. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, no, my my agent, it's all curated. Yeah. Which is which is fabulous because if I get something, it's because it's they think that I can book it. Sure. Yeah. Whether I no, agree or awesome. not is a different story. <laughs> right. No, but that's nice. No, I was thinking I was thinking of it like someone who does accents and mm -hmm. it's 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 a a, a project 
for that accent you do. But you say, sure. you know, this would be so much better for someone who actually speaks that language. I know right. someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because it's a it's a fairly friendly community. I think it's probably I would say it's probably acceptable to just send that to your agent and just say, yeah. you know, I appreciate this and, you know, I'll certainly give it a shot. But I think this person is a fabulous fit. Yeah. You yeah. might consider reaching Cause out. Because I keep I keep a list, you know, of, mm-hmm. of you know, let, let anything that I don't do. And right. I I use that. Oh, yeah. same. So now the sure. other thing, one of Google's, Google's, I don't know, forum group, I don't even know what it's called, but like they'll post on there and then it'll go to everybody. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, you know, we're working on this thing. Um, here's what we need. You know, we need like a 17-year-old girl who speaks Russian or something. Like, well, right. that's not me. But obviously that's why, that's the reason they post there is they're sure. looking for something they don't have. Right. Gotcha. And oftentimes... When that's happened, I'll go reach out to people in my network and go, hey, who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? And then I'll send a list. And mm-hmm. I think the last time I, I sent like five names. Nice. Um, last year, they were looking for a Southern voice, an, an older male Southern voice, or kind of a middle-aged Southern, I don't remember the exact specs, yeah. but um, I recommended Troy Holden, who I don't know if either of you know, yeah. But, yeah. and he booked it. It was, a, nice. it, was a, it was his first SAG gig. He booked it. Sweet. I love doing that. I had someone who they needed to speak Spanish, but a specific, they were looking for South American Spanish. Uh, And the one person that I sent it to, she booked it and it was for a major like uh, grocery chain. So it was really kind of, it's it's cool when that happens. It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen frequently, but it seems like, you know, when they're looking for something really specific, they're like, you know, we need somebody from like Argentina, Colombia, like, oh. I know somebody. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's what's really cool about, you know, when we talk about a community. Right. Yeah. Is kind of reaching out. And Will, you you knew somebody who had an Australian accent. And I've since, mm-hmm. like, connected with her because I do see that and I cannot do an Australian accent. I've tried. It's not good. Sure. Yeah. My biggest job that I had was with uh, a production house in Oklahoma. And it was for IFSTA's firefighter training manual. Well, it's It's huge. It's, you know, it's 300,000 words of training manual. Yeah. Yeah. This is a project. And they wanted a male, female alternating voice. Well, I did it and Lori did the female voice. So that was our biggest project. It was, I mean, Lori, your wife. Yes, Lori, my wife. And (laughs) so it it paid for a lot of things. Um, Well, then they came back and said, hey, we're doing it in Spanish. We need, can you book or get male, female? Got the list. Yes, I did. They went in. They booked the job. Yay. So, yeah, it, it worked It worked really well for everybody. That's nice. Cool. Definitely nice. like referring people. Mm-hmm. Definitely yes. like doing that. Especially when they win. I mean, that's. Right? Oh, it yeah. It feels good. Because you, know, you feel it, like, It Ooh. feels almost as good as booking it yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, for and, not, and not the only for reason nothing. it's not as good is because you're not getting paid. But yeah, <laughs> I, I would didn't love have to, do to the be work. a casting director. You know that? I would love to do that at some point. Mm. I would. I wouldn't want mm. to do that. that just, I would. That sounds like a lot of work. I feel like I'd rather be an agent. Not to say that being an agent is less work, but it's a different kind of work. 
It is, but I think right. don't you it have is. to go through like licensure and all that fun stuff? Yeah. So I, I mean, guess I would have to be a manager. And you can't. I, that's what I was going to ask. You're an not agent allowed or a manager. in SAG to also work. Whereas when you're working in casting, you can still work as a voice actor. Mm. Mm. That's why. That's that's my personal reason. Last call! Uh, do we have a last call? I mean, we've talked about a whole bunch of different things. I know. What we was have. it? Um, we talked about travel. We talked about travel we gear. Did. We talked yep. about talked agents, about representation. Agents and referrals. And, well, maybe you can yep, split this uh, up into a couple of podcasts, maybe? Uh, it's not long enough for that. That's what she said. It is long oh. for one. <laughs> Boom. It's not long enough for two. Good times. Yeah, whatever. We'll Good see times. you next time. Okay. All right. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>